Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, Precious Nala, who's Marketing and Stakeholder Relations at Africa Tikkun. Thank you very much for joining us, Precious. Good evening. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Excellent, thank you. Um, And how are you doing? I'm keeping sane during this time of the evening. (laughs) Well, I'm sure the music that we are playing is making you more than just sane. It's giving you good vibes. Precious, tell us about what you do at Africa Tukun as an organization. Africa Tukun is an organization that's been around for 27 years. And really, you know, Africa Tukun has been in existence to reduce youth unemployment um, and child poverty within South Africa by providing a comprehensive service that lays a foundation for a child to progress through every stage of their development um, until they emerge as an educated, career-driven, and employable adult. Um, and this is really from the ages of between two right up until 35. And now that we are in the middle of National Nutrition Week, which started on the 11th of October, ending on the 17th of October, what sort of work have you undertaken to ensure that our communities are are, are at least given some headsway when it comes to their nutritional health? Look, I think, you know, it's quite a critical one when, when, you know, coming into South Africa and we know how much um, hunger is such a challenge and how it has a, ne- a negative impact um, on the educational results that prolong the poverty cycle within our country. And as an organization, one thing that we want to make sure is to um, have every child, you know, attend our centers, being able to study, but also knowing that they have to be well-fed with nutritious meals because we know that hunger is becoming an inhibitor for them. Um, if they are not given or provided with, with the right substances. Um, we've got various programs within our organization, especially under our 360 social support that provides young people with a nutritious meal, as well as, as, well as we've got programs that assist young people to be able to provide, um, to get skills development and also have um, skills knowledge on how to run urban farming through our agripreneurship, um, which again brings back to sustainable um, food security within the communities that we operate in. A-teamers, we are talking National Nutrition Week, and uh, it seems that it's one of those issues here in South Africa that has been exasperated and across the globe due to COVID-19. But it has always been there, but the numbers are going higher and higher. Please do interact with us. How best do you think that we should be curbing uh, the issue of nutrition in South Africa? And also, if you've got some questions around the programs that are run by Africa Tikkun and you'd like to be part of them, please call in so that you can ask your questions We've got Precious Nala, who's the Marketing and Stakeholder Relations at Africa Tikkun. The number to call in on is 011-714-2006, or you can WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. SMSs go to 41391. A warm series of honor and pride. Celebrating contributions made by fathers from their children's point of view. We put in the spotlight inspiring stories about exceptional father figures that have greatly impacted and continue to have a positive role in their children's lives. A chance to show perfect imperfections. My Father, My Hero. Sundays at 8 on SABC2. You belong.
We take you on a slightly different perspective in understanding conservation. If you thought cultural practices are outdated, Inveloji will lead you to a journey of discovery. Protecting our indigenous knowledge is key. The collaboration of mankind with nature. This is who we are. Inveloji, Mondays at 7 on SABC2. You belong. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. We're in conversation with the precious Nala, Marketing and Stakeholder Relations at Africa Tikkun. We are talking National Nutrition Week. Now, Precious, um, according to global statistics, about 88 to um, 115 million people are being pushed into poverty as a result of COVID-19, which uh, we, we saw the face of it uh, since last year, almost two years now, that we are staring right in the eyes of this pandemic that has changed our entire lives, but also has made poverty very very rife in our country how are you as uh, Africa Tikkun ensuring that you are assisting people in our communities when it comes to COVID-19 I, I know you've got programs but you know it, it it seems like there's a lot of especially children that you are looking after within your projects you know it's so interesting um, that you bring up that stat because it's actually predicted that it's, it's, it's going to climb um, from where it's sitting at 143 million to about 153 million by 2021. Um, as a society, really, we grapple with so many socioeconomic issues that, as mentioned, have been aggravated by COVID-19. And unfortunately, the, the recent looting within South Africa, um, you know, child hunger is one of the most pressing concerns. And both in terms of long-term risk and immediate child protection and humanitarian implications are on the rise right now. Um, you know, every day about over 10,000 young people um, are fed at our centers across South Africa. We've got four centers in Johannesburg, one in Alex, Dipsworth, um, Utando, as well as in Orange Farm, and one in the Western Capital, Fulani. And about 40% of these young people um, are orphanaged um, and are vulnerable children that are getting monthly food parcels from Africa to Kun. So we want to make sure that even when our young children come onto our centers, um, not only are they provided by a nutritious meal that is, is, is um, kept for by our centers, but we also want to make sure that when they get home, there's a decent meal that is still available for them. And we want to make sure that we provide this on a monthly basis for our young children. Now, I'm very interested to, to know where your funding, you know, is coming from and what your funding model is to be able to touch so many lives. It's a very relevant question, I think, because, you know, times are tough and even most corporates have cut on their CSI budgets. Mm. Look, we've been really um, because we have really formed some really strong relationships, both within civil, private um, sectors, as to enable to feed so many young people. In fact, not just to only feed, but to also educate um, so many young people from our centers. So we've got very strong relationships with various um, corporates um, as well as governments. So our biggest funders when it comes to food nutrition is KFC with a two-rent donation. Um, and then also our, the, the DSD, Department of Social Development, uh, from a government perspective, are able to assist us with some of the elements in making sure that we can provide quality education um, to the young people as well as nutritious meals to our young people. Mm. 
Very, very fortunate. A team as uh, Africa Tukun is really making a mark when it comes to ensuring that we eliminate um, uh, malnutrition in our country by the work that they are conducting in our communities. We are talking to Precious Nala. Please do join in with your questions or comments on uh, 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp number or even SMS 41391. Now, uh, Precious, when people want to be part of your um, funding model or they want to, you know, just give a, a lending hand, how do they do so? So they can visit our website, which is www.africatukun.org. You know, you get to learn more about our programs. They can also email me directly, which is Precious N, P-R-E-C-R-O-U-S-N for November at africatukun.org. And we'll be able to provide them, I think, with a holistic, um, in-depth with who we are as an organization, the exact program to do from our early childhood development to our child youth development program, which is like our after-school program, um, right through to the career development program, um, you know, just in understanding what the whole career model looks like from an African-American perspective. Let's go to a voice note from one of our A-teamers. Evening, Patricia. It's a very important topic that you have on. Something that is extremely important to me as a mother of young children who um, obviously I want to see grow um, well-nurtured, well-nutritioned. But obviously we're competing with such big companies that sell fast food, that sell, um, you know, highly, you know, salted, highly sugared foods. Um, And what I have learned during the pandemic was to try and start a small veggie pad. Um, I am amazed at how since last year, my family and I have not bought spinach. Um, we, you know, it's such a, on such a small piece of land, but. Wow. 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 So precious. There are some uh, parents and, uh, uh, who are very keen on making sure that nutrition is a key thing in their households. Listen to just what this AT may say, that she and her family have started a vegetable garden and they've never had to buy spinach ever since they started this vegetable garden. This this is a beautiful oh, testimony. Awesome. That is awesome. You know, it, it, it actually quite, it's, it's very heartwarming to hear that families are encouraging, um, you know, starting up their own food gardens um, at home because, again, from an African perspective, this is one thing that we are instilling in our young people as well through the agripreneurship program where we're teaching them how to actually start their own, uh, you know, um, gardens at home despite of the backgrounds you're coming from because it's always this myth that if you want to start, you know, a farm or a garden, you have to have some sort of big land or a farm or whatever the case be. And we demystify that you can start your own garden, you know, simply from having tires, um, whatever material that you can have, you can utilize that in your own garden. And also it's good because then you've always got fresh produce at home and that saves costing as well, especially for families that don't have, you know, high income that is that is streaming into their homes. This is a good way for them to make sure that they've got nutritious meals readily available for them and their families. 
Are there any testimonies that you can share with us uh, from your agri-entrepreneurs uh, who have uh, gone through your program and then gone into their communities and into their homes to start the agro-processing and, well, agro-business? Um, uh, uh, Definitely. You know, there are a lot of long, uh, young people um, that have gone through our program, especially around the agri-farm, and also learning the skills around, um, I mean, you know, agri-farming. Um, and I think for us what excites us is that it's not just about the learnings that these young people project in their stories, but it's how we are giving them the opportunities to become um, agri-farmers, where they actually become their own business owners, to also be able to start businesses within the townships they earn. So I'm very happy to share some of these stories with you, you know, and happy for your listeners to engage some of the content that we have from our organization out. Uh, for those agri-entrepreneurs, uh, do, do they have to pay to go through the process of uh, learning how to do, um, you know, those the, the, the agribusiness? Absolutely not. Everything that we provide to, your, to our young people is of no cost. Wow. Wow. Sure. So if young people are saying, we are listening right now, we'd love to access, um, you know, the courses that you are offering, where do they go? And do you have centers throughout the country? So we've got centres, um, as mentioned, four in Johannesburg, um, at Utandra in Brown Park, um, at Zipsworth, Orange Farm, as well as Alexandra, and one in the Western Cape in Fuleni. So they can visit any of our African centres. Um, they can walk in, no appointment is required or anything of the sort, and they can be given all the information that they require to be able to sign up for any of our programmes, even pertaining to the ones that around skills development, our entrepreneurship program as well. And yeah, we will take it from there in assisting them to enroll and happy to have them. Now, you say young people. Clearly, there's an age limit there. So when we're looking at this particular program, um, when it comes to skills development, we look at ages between 18 to 35. However, we've also got our Garden to Kindergarten program where we encourage young um, learners, which is between the ages of two, right up until 17, also to understand what farming is about. And we encourage them to start doing their own little small garden things by giving them seedlings to grow. So we actually start the education of farming right from a young age with then the opportunities of them to become their own urban farmers when they hit the ages of their teens or wanting to access an economic opportunity at a later stage. Let me go to Anonymous on the line. Good evening, Atima Anonymous. Good evening to you, Patricia, and your beautiful guests there. And you're beautiful too. Thank you. I didn't see both of you, but I think you're beautiful. When, when I hear voices that are so sweet, I think you're very beautiful on the other side. I just want to say, Patricia, I, I like the initiative of, the, of your guest. And, um, you know, I wish her well in her endeavors. And I want to say, you know what, you, 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 when, when you reap what you, you achieve. Uh, let me put it in another phrase. You mm. eat out of the hands that uh, out of your own hands. You eat out of your own hands if you plant it. If you grow a little garden, you're eating beautiful things, fresh, not in the cold room for three, four days. Right? This will be fresh from the garden, and it wouldn't last in your fridge for basically two weeks. Mm, you know, mm. so I must say, you know, everyone should uh, at least do some sort of gardening. And you can do it. If you've got small plates, you can do it in plastic bags. You can put your, you know, big plastic, uh, those garden bags. 
you can plant in those big garden bags, plastic bags, and you can plant one tree, just one brinjal or one uh, tree of green beans or peas or whatever, and you'll have a handful of it. Hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Enjoy your evening. You are beautiful too, by the way, Anonymous. Yeah, so Precious Anonymous is really agreeing with the fact that with, uh, you know, planting your own, you are able to ensure the nutritional value of the fruit that you are eating. Because malnutrition is a big issue. It stunts growth in children. Um, it causes various illnesses. And obviously, the immune system is not supported well. So we also don't want to run the risk of uh, malnutrition, especially because food prices are ever so rising. Absolutely. And you know, the one thing or the beauty about farming is I know we always look at, you know, um, vegetable farming, but we also never take into consideration about lives, um, lives with livestock. Um, what stocking is again from teaching young people about chicken farming? Because again, starting a chicken farm may seem like again you need to have a big piece of land. You know, if you have a couple of chickens within your own home, you also then have access to your own free range of eggs. And that is something, again, that, you know, within communities, it is looked down upon if you have chickens. You know, it kind of reminds us of living in rural areas. But if you have your own to take from and to eat from and to feed your family, you are, again, knowing that you're providing them with quality food that you are preparing or taking the initiative to actually grow from your own home. Here's a question here from uh, Dibato, who's in Kempton Park, who says, I would like to know if they are involved in the regulation of what goes into the food that is on our shelves to ensure that there's proper nutrition. In terms of our, our, our project that or the ecosystem that we, we implement, definitely, you know, we're all about making sure that we teach young people the correct methodologies of growing their own nutritious food especially when we want to be able to grow, you know, potential entrepreneurs on the right stances. We are all for pure greening, um, and the methodology we use is especially, you know, it's on the practices of that, because we know what goes into food is very harmful for our bodies, but not just our own bodies, but the young people, our children as well. So we want to make sure that we are teaching in the right manner, the right methodologies for the young people to adopt and to be able to implement on their own. Well, uh, thank you so very much for joining us, uh, Precious. Please just repeat your contact details at Africa Tukun. You can visit our website on www.africatukun.org or you can contact me on my email address, which is P-R-E-C-I-O-U-S, infonovelba at africatukun.org. Thank you so very much for joining us. More strength to your bow. Thank you for having me. Nonsense, 